Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we are talking about how our lives are like trees. So what we're going to be exploring is how we can connect our inner reality with the outer reality of nature and developing a better understanding of the game and how things work. So a tree, just like you, starts as a seed. And a seed is a a small thing. It's a very simple thing. But inside a seed is limitless potential. Because from a seed, a single point, everything stems and grows. And a good tree that grows tall and strong, you know, lives one life. But within that life lives many lives. These many lives not only being each and every day, because within each day is in a sense its own little life, but the changing of seasons that each tree goes through. So within one life, there are many seasons, and each season is a life of its own. So in Iowa, where I live, we have all four seasons in full effect, spring, summer, fall, and winter. And a tree changes a lot over the course of the year and through the changing of these seasons. Not only does it go through the changing of the seasons, but also those transition periods between the seasons. And all of nature goes through this. It's how nature works. But I kind of want to just, the tree is an easy example I want to stick with, especially because we see them all the time everywhere. And nature has never not been in this continuous, ongoing cycle. It's the ongoing pattern that has never stopped. And obviously some years, you know, winter may be a little bit longer or shorter than others. Same with summer or fall. But eventually, you know, spring always comes. The seasons always change. And in spring, the tree is, you know, full of new life, new hope. The trees have been born again. And from it, then it transitions into the full bloom of summertime bearing green leaves. But as time goes on, the weather changes, it slowly transitions into the fall. And in the midst of this slow death, in a sense, the leaves change colors. And it's weird because summer to fall truly is a slow death. But in that slow death, in the struggle of the death, beauty arises in the leaves. You know, the leaves are more beautiful than ever, which I think um, is true with everything, especially within our lives as we go through periods of dying, there's that true beauty that arises from the struggle. And then, of course, after fall, winter comes. And the trees are mere skeletons of what they once were. They bear no fruit, no leaves. They really are essentially lifeless. There's no color to them. They're nothing. They're hollow. But surely, in due time, this too shall pass and spring comes. And nature is going through this pattern this continual cycle of life, death, and rebirth. And, you know, this is being played out everywhere and everything, but um, like the main example that captures it all is the life of Jesus who was born, died, and then born again. He was redeemed. This is the ongoing cycle of redemption that we see happening everywhere. It's the cross at every level of reality. And like Jesus is the full... Um, it's fully encapsulated in the story of Jesus, the life of Jesus, and 
the love of God and it's being played out everywhere. And so it's interesting to see how those, it not only connects in nature, in the world, but in our lives. It's the ongoing pattern cycle of redemption. And this is how things work. This is how the game works. And humanity is going through this same cycle, right? Generations are born, they die, and new life comes with new generations. And the moon goes through this cycle. You know, it has, the moon goes through its phases where it's a full moon and then a half moon, I don't know, and then a crescent moon, I don't know all the names, and then it's gone, it dies. It's being played out with that. The snake shedding its skin. Women literally go through this same cycle with their periods. And the weather has its patterns as well. There are so many limitless examples of this in the exter external world and in nature. And it also happens, you know, I think of like a school where there's new teachers come in and they've been there for years and years and years, but they eventually die. They eventually retire. And the school goes through that kind of that weird transition period where they're hiring new people and it's going through this slow death, but eventually a rebirth and the process is repeated. You see it as well in business and in sports teams. I think we so easily <clears throat> can come to, excuse me, recognize it out there. But for me, at least, I fail to recognize and accept it within myself. <clears throat> excuse me. And I see it, you know, like in nature and you just think, oh, it's a beautiful process that nature is going through. The changing of seasons. Surely winter's hard. But you don't judge the trees when they go through winter periods. When they're skeletons, we offer them grace, but it changes with ourselves. And we too, though, are going through this same cycle of life, death, and rebirth in our lives. We too are like the tree. We live one life, but within this life, we live many lives. Not only with the days, again, but with the changing of the seasons. And we have seasons of life where everything's going well. You know, spring is turning to summer. Our hard work has paid off. We are confident in who we are, where we are. You know, we are reaping what we've sown. Relationships are clicking. Life is just good. Eventually, though, this too shall pass. <clears throat> Summer fades to fall, and these things begin to fade away. Life happens. Change happens. What we once found happiness and joy in begins to change. You know, those avenues where we found ourselves begin to fade away. And before you know it, winter is in full effect. And what's interesting about winter is that the nights are much longer. The days are much shorter. So there's, we spend a lot more time in darkness than we would in the summertime. A lot less time in the light. There isn't much light and there's really no life around us. And in these times in our lives, we feel lost, you know, unsure of where we are, who we are, our direction. In those seasons of winter are hard to get through. You know, you question literally everything. It is in these winter seasons that a tree is tested, and so are we. Who will we be in these moments when nothing makes sense, when we are those lost sheep? It is in these seasons where God puts our faith to the test. This winter season where we feel stripped of everything, where will we go? Will we go to the world and find comfort and pleasure and try to distract ourselves from the pain? Or will it draw us even closer to him? Will we search even more for our shepherd and draw more strength upon him? 
This is what life is doing to us. This is how things work. It's a test of our endurance and our faith in the midst of these winter seasons. But as we know in nature, that eventually this too shall pass. Winter will come to go and spring will eventually begin to reveal itself. And I do believe, though, we play a role in how brutal winter can be. Just like the Israelites, they had a three-day journey through the desert, but it took them 40 years. The desert is another uh, example of like a winter season where there's no life, there's no everything, you're just confused. There's nothing out there. So like the winter is just another, uh, they're interchangeable, you could say. So if we don't understand that these winter seasons are just a part of the journey, we can become so consumed by them and make them much worse than they need to be. And also, if we're not prepared, then they're going to be much worse. You know, you think about our uh, ancestors. If they did not prepare themselves with firewood and shelter and food for the winter seasons, they were all going to die. And they'd be foolish not to because they knew eventually at some point they figured out the way the world works, that the changing of seasons is happening, and they knew the patterns. And so they began to prepare themselves. And you can also think of winter as like the end of the world. In a sense, we are all doomsday preppers because the flood is coming. The storm is coming. Will we be prepared? And I think being prepared is building our foundation upon the rock. Jesus tells us, if anyone hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, he is like a wise man who has built up his house upon the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose up, the wind blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because its foundation had been set upon a rock. Like the storm is coming in life. Will we build our house upon a rock on solid foundation or... Will we be surprised? Like, And then Peter tells us, Dear friends, why are you surprised by the fiery trials you are going through? Why are we surprised when life storms happen? And this is just as much something I need to know and remember because it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows and easy. We're going to go through these hard periods. But again, we play a role in how much they affect us. Because if we know that it's coming, we can be prepared. And in the midst of these storms, if we can see the bigger picture, we can work to go even deeper into trust and commune with God, knowing that nothing lasts forever besides his love and that he has a plan. And eventually, as spring comes, we are born again. We find new life. Our shepherd has found us and saved us. And we go into like this new relationship with God and with life at an even deeper, more loving level. Like you think of the story of the prodigal son who left his father and went out to do his own thing. Like they had a relationship before, but once they split apart and he eventually came back, they, you know, he was lost and they found each other again. They went into an even deeper new relationship. And that's an example of us with God. We go off to go do our own thing or we go through these winter periods. But when we find him again, you go into this deeper relationship, a deeper trust. You see him working even more in your life. And also, I the reason I really like being in Iowa is that the winter makes you appreciate spring, summer, and fall even more, right? You bear that cold season, the harsh season of winter, which makes the sweet summer all the sweeter. And eventually, though, too, we find that the struggle was worth it and that all we needed to do was surrender and trust. 
And I just think this is so important to know and become aware of in our lives because we can often become so discouraged when things are not going our way, when we feel lost and unsure of ourselves. However, if we can come to realize and know that this is part of how life and the game works, again, we are not so much at the mercy of it. And sure, it's still going to be the hardest thing you go through, but you can take a step back and see that bigger picture, that this won't last forever. It keeps your heart open, searching for new life and for God. You can embrace the struggle instead of fearing it. You can love, forgive, and accept yourself through these transition periods and winter seasons, right? Again, you don't look at the tree when it's bare and naked, bearing no leaves, no fruit, and judge it. You accept it for where it's at. You love it. You don't judge it. Why does it change with ourselves when we are going through these seasons? We often beat ourselves up, you know, and we, we tell ourselves we should be somewhere else. We should be doing better, but it's just the way the game works. It's the way things work. We have to go through that winter time, that winter season to get to spring. And so we can find grace in that. And then also too, we can, we can find grace through those seasons, but then we can learn to capitalize even more on the new life, the summer seasons, right? And just we find we're even more thankful for it. And through it all, though, we can be thankful. And I am reminded of this poem I uh, heard from Richard War that, here it goes, you're somehow you and your Eunice on the path that God is leading you on, the journey you are going through, the burdens you are bearing, all of these are combining to create the precise alchemy of your soul, your holiness, and your response. In the eternal scheme of things, you discover that all God wants from you is you. So in the end, these seasons are all meant for you. God is using them to bring who you truly are out. And so as we begin to recognize this in our lives, the further we go along, the more seasons we bear and endure we discover who we truly are through that. And it just comes with time. And you can find so much peace when you're able to recognize the seasons of life that you're in. And it's also pretty amazing to see that the outer world is alive in you and that the inner world is alive in the outer world. It's all connected with love. God is in it all. It's all meant for us. And, uh, just work to recognize the season you're in, offer yourself grace or capitalize on it. And if we can do this, I, uh, I, yeah, we can find peace in it and knowing and we can turn to God and grow our relationship with him at an even deeper level. And we can find that our inner reality is completely connected with the outer world, that it's all one. So thank you guys for listening. Sharpen the iron. We'll see you next time.